Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking our weekend review on WAYOLP freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking podcast, Google freaking play, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus coming from freaking Doug Jordan's garage via satellite freaking New York, and then Doug Jordan himself coming from his own freaking dominant. Missile, also freaking the great satellite in the sky, and bringing up the rear, we have freaking Tadia Rishers coming from a freaking undisclosed location, also the great satellite. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <sighs> Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week. Since we last spoke, and geez louise, down on my knees, each crumbling hour seems longer than the next. My mind is unraveling, weakers and tweakers. But the Moss Man is nimble. The Moss Man is quick. The Moss Man reads by the fire of a candlestick, weakers and tweakers, inside of a closet in the Ortego Grill, also known as the War Room. I have been holed up. Alone. This is my first time out from hiding. And when I do step forth from that War Room, I am draped in moss, green moss from head to toe. Because I am become the Moss Man. And there is danger. Around every turn, Doug Jordan knows best. He has been, and so does Sandy, believe it or not. He's been electrocuted a couple of freaking times. But, geez louise, down on my knees, we are in it, weakers and tweakers, and there is no end in sight. The great harmony of Germany is Dawson, and he is marching forth through Europe. Heading straight to the freaking motherland, our freaking weekend review, weakers and tweakers, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know what I'm saying. We need your help. Somehow, come up with a plan. Call 513-914-6201, and please, anything would help. So... <sighs> Sandy the same man, Fargus, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm freaking happy to freaking be here. Um, I don't I don't exactly recall the questions you just asked, but I believe uh, I can just go ahead and say that I'm freaking as a freaking Dickens. I'm freaking, yeah, please don't interrupt me. I'm freaking drunk. I'm freaking pretty freaking drunk, actually. And uh, my week has been, uh, well, let's just say it's been freaking tumultuous at freaking best. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, that's how I would describe it if I had spent time with you this week. But I have been holed up alone in the freaking war room of the Ortego Grill. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we can get to your freaking sob story uh, when the freaking time comes. But until then, you freaking address me. So uh, I'd love to freaking share my freaking, share my freaking, my freaking, my freaking, my freaking side of the tale. The floor is yours. Uh, very much appreciated, and thank you for the freaking blessing as well. Uh, basically, uh, you know, a few things to freaking uh, report. Um, 
getting some sort of a freaking uh, freaking donation uh, thing going uh, for all you Uyghurs and Tweakers out there that want to help us and support us during this freaking uh, World War Radio War uh, freaking two WWRIW two. Uh, you know, uh, we've been thinking about getting ways, uh, getting getting you guys involved. Uh, we're accepting freaking donations. Uh, if you want to call the the hotline directly or find us on freaking Twitter uh, or call freaking Wayo and ask for our weekend review, um, we're accepting uh, freaking checks, uh, freaking uh, PayPal, Venmo. But really what we're looking for is freaking cash. Uh, we're looking for freaking cold hard freaking cash. And uh, and we're looking to get that in our freaking pockets uh, to freaking help us any way we freaking can. Yeah. Yeah. Because so far, what? Excuse me. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't. What you're doing right now, I don't think that you can actually. You can. You can't do this over the radio. You can't try and get people to send um, specific. Um, ladies and gentlemen, weavers and tweakers, I apologize uh, for freaking Doug's um, um, a huge freaking blunderous moment. Um, this is a freaking call to action. Uh, we are accepting freaking donations, uh, and we are accepting. We are uh, accepting them freaking loud and proud because so far this freaking this this war has a freaking price tag on it already. And basically, I had to go to the freaking to freaking Goodwill and buy a freaking old lady dress to look like a freaking maid. And to and and I had freaking Doug uh, Doug Jordan's wife with me, who picked out uh, quite the freaking costume, uh, and it won't cost me a freaking pretty penny. So we are freaking accepting freaking donations. How much could that possibly have cost you if it was at Goodwill? It cost 20? me about freaking fourteen fifty. So. That's even lower than I I had guessed. I was going to say about twenty dollars. And oh. I had to buy oh. all this moss. And that's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, it's a freaking struggle. And Doug, if you would do me a favor, please just shut the f up. I'm trying to get through some things. Just wanted to mention we're accepting donations. Um, however large, large would be great. Um, the smaller would be uh, slightly less appreciated uh, because we can't get as much done with small donations. Uh, basically, uh, I was able to acquire a beautiful freaking old woman made uh, costume and uh, and and embarked upon uh, my new freaking missing operation freaking downfire. And uh, and let's just go ahead and say it was a freaking huge uh, freaking success. I look freaking great. But did you go to WXXI? And I did, and that part was a little less uh, successful. Um, but he looked great in the dress. He sent me a picture. He looked amazing. He just looked. Looked like a look. Looked like freaking the spitting image of freaking Robin Williams uh, himself, uh, um, and and quite, probably caused quite the freaking shock to some people. They go, "Oh my God, I thought this man was dead, and here he is dressed like a woman." Any, regardless, the the whole thing was a freaking bust. Because the moment I stepped foot in that freaking lobby, and the uh, the woman at the front desk said, uh, "Who who are you? Who are you hoping to meet with?" And I said, "Freaking Dawson." And she said, what is the meaning of this? And I said, I'm the new maid. My name is Mrs. Doubtfire. And um, basically, I was laughed out of the freaking room. And it was a huge freaking slip up. And uh, huge, a huge freaking slip up. Uh, basically, I, I put so much freaking effort into looking the part, I had no idea what I was going to say when I got in there. And uh, and basically, all I could think of say was, my name is freaking usage and I have freaking Doubtfire. Uh, I mentioned, I said, I cook, I clean, I take care of the little ones. Um and basically, they just thought I was pulling a freaking prank. And, uh, and did you I was, do the voice, or did you just kind of talk like yourself? I, you know, I talk like myself, Doug. Um, I, you know, I couldn't think of how to do the voice. Uh, it, it all just freaking happened so fast. And and um, and basically, what happened was I realized I made a huge freaking fool of myself, and 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 walked out of that building with my freaking head hung freaking low. 
um, definitely have suffered a pretty major blow. Um, so freaking, fortunately, it's another freaking Point Dawson. Uh, he freaking got to me. He got in my freaking yeah, head, and, yeah. he, and he and he worked his way out from the inside, and and um, and and yeah, really, really, uh, really took a freaking lethal blow there. But we'll be back on top in no time. Yeah, Dawson is good. He is good. I didn't, we don't know how he does it, but he does it every freaking time. I mean, I hate to say this, but I. I'm pretty sure I told you that, that this idea wasn't going to work. I I questioned it right from yeah, the very start. I'm pretty sure I told you to please be quiet. Um, the the issue here was, you know, uh, I I was fully prepared to to enter the freaking facility, and whether or not I got past the freaking lobby, you know, I, by that point I was already going to release the freaking mongoose, and so it wouldn't matter whether or not I was in there or not. Problem freaking is. Um, yeah, I was never able to get my hands on a freaking mongoose. So the idea was we would get our hands on a freaking mongoose, and geez, Louise down to my knees because Dawson is like a serpent and a rat. The only thing to kill one of these serpent rats is the swiftness of a mongoose. And geez, Louise down to my knees, I set out forth. To catch myself one of these mongooses, geese, a mongoose, uh, just one, so a mongoose. Um, and so, Jesus, we down on my knees. I got a cage and a big, heavy cage with a latch. And I propped it up in the woods and I put a bunch of cheese because we know mongooses, mongoose love cheese. And I put it in the center of the cage and I lifted the cage up and I put took a big piece of big piece of stick and a, and a rope and I was just going to wait until the mongoose goes for the cheese and pull the freaking stick with the rope and have the cage fall but geez louise down on my knees when I was waiting I was getting a little bit hungry didn't see a mongoose anywhere I crawl into under there to grab a bit of that cheese and geez louise down on my knees as I'm doing it I kick the freaking cage closed and it latches shut from the outside and I spent 24 hours inside of that cage, stuck in the woods. Luckily, a rifleman came by and let me free. Yeah, and I, I said it. I said it back back at the, when I first heard of this story. You know, thank God for that freaking rifleman because you could be freaking dead if it weren't for that rifleman walking through that, those woods. I had eaten all the cheese, Doug. And I had made bathroom in one corner, and then in another corner, and then in a third. And I was running out of corners. The thing is a cube, Doug Jordan. And and mind you, freaking Doug Jordan, he's freaking draped in freaking moss at this point. So and he's and he's got freaking free cheese freaking dribbling down his mouth. If I had been that freaking rifleman, I can't say for sure whether or not I would have pulled up that freaking rifle and, and blasted you, even if you were in a freaking cage. I said, "This is a freaking animal that that needs that probably would be better off being put down." He said that to me. He said, "You're lucky you, I didn't blast you. You look like a bear." Not to mention, I mean, you were in there for 24 hours, probably doing nothing but playing with yourself. So it was probably just covered in moss, cheese, and friggin' potty and, and seed. Yeah, it was getting pretty lonely in there, and I had to do something to keep myself warm. Between the moss sheets, Doug Jordan, the friction was the only thing to keep me alive. It still gets very cold and wet at night in the spring in Rochester, New York. So Dawson got me again. I mean, the, can I, I just got a couple of questions. So how big was this freaking cage? How big do you think a mongoose even is if you had to get a, a cage that would be big enough to fit a human freaking being? 
Well, Doug Jordan, like we said, we are running out of funds here. I can't just go ahead and find the perfect mongoose cage. I had to use what was available to me. It was some sort of... Yeah, I don't know. It was a very heavy cage. It was like a prison, something that you would put somebody in and then throw vegetables at and hang from... uh, uh, In the old times, I don't know. It was outside of the Ortego Grill. Larry Brown said I could take it. If a mongoose wandered into it, which I don't think is likely because I don't even really think they're indigenous to this area, it would probably be able to just walk right through the bars then is what you're saying. Well, I mean, and freaking correct me if I'm wrong, although I don't believe I am. Freaking mongoose is basically like a large tiger or, or feline, sort of like a mid, mid, mid-sized tiger. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna correct you because you are wrong. Uh, it, it's like a, it's like a ferret. It's like a, it's like it's kind of like a ferret. The freaking heck are you talking about? Why would we bother trying to capture a freaking ferret? That's nobody's gonna. That's not gonna be able to freaking stop a freaking rat yeah. serpent. Plus, we could pick one up at the freaking pet store. If I didn't have that pending issue, what would it not allow me to buy pets any longer? So, when you set all the animals free from the vet, vet. The veterinary clinic? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The whole reason why you're in a group home. It's yeah. crazy to think that, that 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 you're not allowed to freaking purchase pets because you did the noble deed of, of trying to set them all freaking free. And freaking, meanwhile, freaking Doug Jordan freaking roams free doing God knows what with whatever animal he likes. Yeah. Hey, I don't do any, anything with any animal that I like. I, I, I have a dog and you have a dog and those are the only animals that I do anything with, which is take care of the freaking dogs. And I have a cat named Donovan Doug Jordan who I haven't seen in a great long while because he is living in the group home. Oh, yeah, and there's the cat in the garage, too. Yeah, there's a Jeremy. So, geez, mm-hmm. Louise, down on my knees. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How was your week? How are you? God bless you. Um, Thank you for the blessing. Uh, uh, not that please stop asking... Uh, we uh, was fine. Uh, real quick, though, just saying, if you didn't have the mongoose, why did you try to go into WXXI anyways? Doc, it is, it's amazing. It's, it, Doc, shut up. It's amazing how, what, what little grasp you have on our freaking plans. First, I'm, I get in there. I freaking get cozy with everybody. I, I get cozy with the freaking staff. More importantly, I get cozy with freaking Dawson. And meanwhile, I mean, Doug, I, I could bring as many freaking mongooses into that place as I freaking wish. So walk in, drop a mongoose off in the lobby first day. Next day, come back to freaking work, drop off a freaking mongoose in the freaking lavatory. Uh, third day, drop a freaking mongoose off right in his freaking desk drawer. Uh, Doug, it's it's amazing that it's you don't what it's it's amazing no. you don't you don't freaking listen to the show you don't listen when we speak to you you don't freaking check the freaking tapes it's you're it's like you're you're fighting your own war and uh, and, and it'd be really great to have you on the same page with us uh, once finally not to I, I, mention okay. Doug you were you were charged with getting the freaking walkie talkies and you never got those so he's going in freaking blind and freaking deaf and dumb by the way and with no mongoose and you're surprised that it didn't freaking work and Dawson bested him it's your okay, fault. Do you, uh- do you wouldn't you think that would be more okay hold on wouldn't that be more suspicious if you walked in with a freaking walkie-talkie going off in your pocket than just you dressed up as freaking mrs doubtfire giving the exact same spiel from mrs doubtfire and second of all just a second ago you thought the mongoose was the size of of a small tiger so how are you gonna freaking sneak sneak it in uh, under the dress 
You, you said it right there, Doug. Under the dress, yes. Obviously, that's how I would sneak in the freaking mangas. It'd be under the freaking dress. And now that I know that it's just a freaking ferret, I can. I know I can freaking go to a pet store and pick up a freaking ferret. Maybe that's freaking. Maybe that's freaking phase freaking two. I go and buy a freaking ferret, go back to freaking WXXI, drop off a ferret, and see what freaking happens. If you're such a smart piece of shit, Doug, I'm sorry. Freaking drunk. I'm, I'm just trying to help help out in, in whatever way I can. And I feel like planning and, and, and you know, decision making is definitely helpful. Uh, as sometimes it seems like everybody just kind of rushes into what they're doing. All right. Well, Doug, how was your week? Huh? What, what amazing, amazing freaking things were you able to successfully pull off, you son of a gun? And how funny are you? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, please stop asking me that, uh, every week, um, week, well, my week, uh, was okay. Um, you know, I do have some news that I, I would like to bring to the show and, and it's about, uh, Marvel Givens, the private investigator that I hired, uh, to look for, uh, Kyle Richards. Turns out that he did not find a Kyle Richards. Uh, he did find, however, a Tadia Richards in Casper, Wyoming. Um, and, you know, I said, Marvel, this is great news. Uh, thank you so much for uh, for leading this investigation. Uh, you know, uh, now let's let's we'll, we'll call it off from there. Uh, however, um, Marvel Givens uh, did just send me an invoice for a plane ticket to Casper, Wyoming. I don't know what he's going to do in Casper, Wyoming, or why he's continuing the search. No, what have you done? What have you done? Doug, that was a huge, huge mistake. Marvel Givens, once he begins a mission, he never gives up. Until that mission is successfully brought back, dead or alive, Doug Jordan, you basically just signed Tadius' death warrant. Well, I, I, I was just asking. I thought he was a private investigator. Is he a bounty hunter? Is that what you're telling me? That he that he thinks that the, there's a freaking bounty on his head? Doug, the man has a license to kill, and he uses it frequently. Every chance he gets, he never. The case is not over until the perp is dead. Yeah, he's a he is a private investigator. He is a bounty hunter. He is a hitman. He is a four hundred pound. Freaking Snoop, Doug Jordan, who is nimble on his feet, quick and swift, with justice, and he administers justice on his own terms, and he seeks no approval from any law. He lives outside the law. He's Marvel Givens. And Tadia Risher, I would be very freaking nervous. Well, I uh, <clears throat> I will just say this uh, about the whole thing. Uh, if Marvel Givens does come to Casper freaking Wyoming, all he's going to find is fire and brimstone because my my brother died in a freaking fire and is just fire and brimstone now and some freaking ash that Sandy uh, disposed of. So, Doug, uh, thank you for trying to friggin find my dead brother a waste of time a huge blunder on your part and uh if you want to put a bounty on my freaking head or my brothers uh you could just pay me the money that's owed and uh we'll just leave you alone for the rest of your life yeah but okay i i don't owe you any i well first of all i don't owe you tadia richer any money and second of all if you're continuing to claim to be kyle i definitely don't freaking owe you any money because you're not a real person you're just you're just Tadia Richard pretending to be Kyle Richard. Mm, no, no. And how, and how was your week? 
Thank you. My week was great. Um, it's, uh, well, I, you know, maybe great is too strong a word. It's been a rough freaking couple of weeks. I, uh, I'm struggling financially if I'm being perfectly freaking honest with you. Um, um, yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not doing great. You know, I, I wake up every morning and I freaking tear down the tent that I'm staying in and freaking bail out before the family who lives there wakes up. And then I freaking haul out into the streets and I look for any freaking money that I can find any freaking scraps of food, um, you know, in, in garbages or maybe, maybe, you know, if I can steal a freaking McMuffin from McDonald's, I do that. Um, but you know, every day is a freaking struggle. Um, still very freaking though. Thank you for asking. God um, bless you. Did you, yeah. Did you ask? I did in my head. Is what I've been we thinking about the whole time. Freaking, we were all freaking wondering, regardless of whether or not yeah. he asked. We were all wondering about it. Especially yeah. as ever, probably here than Doug. But um. yeah, I'm not. Uh, I have a question. If this if this struggle story is real, then how are you? What access? How are you getting access to an internet? And where are you freaking broadcasting from? And said it looks like you're inside right now. It looks like you're inside. It looks like you're quite cozy. Your clothes look pretty clean. You know, you you have a nice haircut. It doesn't. I don't. What are you talking about? You wake up in somebody's backyard every day, and yeah. and you and you pull your pup tent together. You know what, Doug? I just want to. I want to go ahead and just agree with you, and 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 officially say, you know what, Kyle, you look freaking great. Yeah, you do you look know, good. You look freaking great. God bless thank you. you. Thank you all. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, thank you for with everything you're dealing with that you managed to freaking look so freaking good, and and more power freaking too. You look great. Thank you for the blessing. Thank you for the compliments. Um, Doug, to answer your freaking question, I put up a tent every night in this family's house because they have a nice freaking pool and I like to go swimming every once in a while. And that's where I take my baths too in this freaking pool. And then I go to bed. I wake up at the crack of dawn before they get up and go to work. And then I tear down the tent. I leave, find food, and then I come and do the show here in a freaking Starbucks. Did that doesn't look like a Starbucks. Doug, you've gotten in an awfully bad habit of asking uh, too many freaking questions. Yeah. All right, listen, yeah. Marvel Givens, why don't you let it up for a moment, all right? We're just trying to do a radio show. Jeez you, Louise. You know, I think it, it's okay to answer ask questions, and, and you know, maybe you are onto something. Maybe I should become a freaking private investigator, and I'll, and I'll, freaking, and I'll, hunt, and I'll freaking hunt you down. You'll be, you'll be met with fire, brimstone, and freaking... Uh, my dukes you better put them up weakers tweakers thrill freaking seekers this is, we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions but before we get to that we have a quick little segment here as the our week cast plummets deep into the depths of another great radio war sandy doug jordan tadia and the moss man lofton have struggled to find peace as a group and within each other we here at our weekend review see our own experiences with peace and unity as a bellwether for the division going on right here in this country. And for that reason, we bring you our week's guide to finding peace. So this list is provided by uh, solution therapist Beth Burgess. And I would like to go through this in a round pit table freaking panel discussing, see how we can find peace and unity together as a group. So, geez, Louise, down in my knees, sort of fortify our reinforcements. That way, when Dawson comes a knocking, we'll have him in numbers. Is what I'm trying to say. 
Doug Jordan. So, Jesus Louise, number one is know your ideal self. So, make a list of all the good qualities you intend to cultivate, and what principles do you wish to uphold? Doug Jordan, you are the most devious sexually of us. What are your good qualities, and what principles would you like to uphold? Um, okay, I don't, I wouldn't consider myself the most, uh, devious, uh, sexually of the group. Um, and I don't really know how that has anything to do with what you just asked me, but, um, you know, when it comes to knowing my ideal self, you know, you know I, I definitely know when I wake up every day, I know how that I want to start the day. And, uh, you know, I'll usually get up and, you know, I'll, I'll roll out of bed and I'll, and I'll take a shower and then I'll, you know, maybe go downstairs and, and, uh, and I'll start to make, uh, I make, swear to God, if you start talking about making, bringing breakfast, Doug, I would say your best quality is your truck. You have a truck and a good way to make it ideal is to make sure it's got plenty of gas in it because we are at a very serious crossroads right here with a great radio war. Oh, this is about the radio war. Okay. I thought this was more about like self-identity and, you know, I, you know, just talking like, about. Sounds like you think it was about breakfast and somehow you, every single question you get asked in this freaking show, you managed to find a way to talk about breakfast. So, yeah. Well, it's a good, that, that's something, that's an ideal way that I start my day with a nice breakfast and then a nice big breakfast and it, and uh, that's my ideal self. All right, Doug, you want to talk about breakfast? Why don't you start by making us all breakfast and we'll have breakfast together as a group. Tadia, you can join via satellite New York. And yeah, you can have your egg McMuffin that you found on the subway or whatever <laughs> you've said that you did. So, I stole it, Doug. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. I'm thinking my good qualities, uh, honesty, integrity, sexuality. Um, I am, when I put my mind to something, like playing with myself, I make sure I always finish. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. Uh, Sandy Farkas, what to talk about your good qualities you'd like to cultivate and how that would affect us here in the group. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, first thing that comes to mind, freaking ingenuity. Um, um, second one would be um, pers- uh, persistence. Um, and, um, but above all, problem, I mean, if I'm going to freaking shed, if I'm going to freaking molt, you know, and shed my freaking skin like a freaking locust on a freaking tree and really freaking dig deep and find the decent man hidden in the bellows of this cesspool that I call flesh. Uh, yeah, it'd have to be probably my freaking ingenuity that would that would reign supreme and get us and 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 freaking find a way out of this freaking this freaking hole that we found ourselves in. Yeah. Whether that's me freaking sneaking a freaking ferret into a freaking uh, rival radio station and setting it loose, you know, dressed as a freaking woman or some other freaking idea, maybe building another bird and getting Dawson into this time and blasting it off into outer space. You know, it's uh, who knows? It's uh, but you know, these are the kind of things that I come up with when I am my freaking ideal self. So yeah, he's very creative. Yeah. And Tadia Richard, what about your ideal self? Uh, freaking, um, well, the first thing I do is wake up and make a good freaking breakfast. And the second thing I think is that I'm just freaking, um, devious. I'm really good at freaking tricking people into doing what exactly I want them to do. 
Yeah, that would be a great um, quality to have here yeah, on the great. freaking Ground Zero that we are dealing with here. Number two is do the next right thing. In order to build up a habit, Doug Jordan, of sticking to your principles, just practice doing the next right thing all the time. So Doug would probably say that would be making lunch, but we are not going down that road. The next right thing would be we are down. We need to get up and we need to fight back. Doug Jordan, come up with a solution in the next one second that you can say here live on the air. In one, I have one second to do it. Go, go, go. When you think about things like that, you know, you got really you, the next right thing is you really got to plan ahead and and you got to make sure that your body is fueled correctly for that planning so you you really when you're thinking about things well, the next right thing you got to do you got to think about where where am i going to be at what let's say after breakfast where this am i going to be this around lunch are you noon. talking about packing a lunch doug jordan is that where yeah, you're going with this well, I just you know you have to have the body really well fueled. So yeah, I guess yeah, I'm gonna be talking about uh, you should pack a lunch, uh, and then you know also you know maybe do some preparations for dinner. So it's not so hard to cook uh, dinner when you get home. Okay, well we're gonna move on from that one. Let go for the perfectionism. This has always been a problem of mine. It's all a journey. Allow yourself to be imperfect and yet still make progress. So I have always thought of myself as a perfectionist, someone who will not finish a job until the job is complete and perfect. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, it sometimes it does slow me down because I could finish a task if the task didn't need to be perfect, if every step of the way didn't need to be completed immaculately. And I know Sandy the Sandman Vargas feels the same way. I'm thinking yeah. about all those booby traps he's made. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's, you know, it's a it's a it's a freaking trial and error, freaking process, Doug. I mean I mean, uh, you know, it's it's all about it's about what's it's about the beginning and then and then working out the freaking kinks, making it freaking perfect, and knowing and knowing by the time you've freaking completed your freaking task, um, that you that you that it's completely freaking finished. Imagine freaking imagine the scenarios that you're playing with yourself, you know, and, and it needs to be freaking perfect up until freaking the ta- the completion of the freaking task. Yeah. Once it's completed and the whole freaking ordeal is finished. You think to yourself, yeah, that was that was freaking perfect. It was a perfect session. Uh, were, were you are you asking me a question? Because somebody said Doug Jordan at uh, at some point. So are you just asking me if it's okay that you play with yourself so much, or or is this? Or were you just saying my name? Who are you talking to? Okay. Number four, make amends immediately. So don't wait. Correct your mistakes as soon as possible. And you can find peace of mind in the fact that you have improved upon your actions and done your part to relieve any ill feeling or guilt. I'm going to go ahead with uh, freaking Tadia Risher. Why don't you say your part? Don't wait. Make amends. Well, for me as friggin' Kyle, I have no friggin' amends to be made. But if I were speaking on behalf of my brother, I think what uh, he should have done is probably apologize to the friggin' homeless man that he pooped on in the YMCA. And then he wouldn't have gotten stabbed. And then his life probably wouldn't have spiraled all the way friggin' down. And uh, 
I guess if he could just go back, I, I guess he would just say that he's sorry and he didn't mean to poop on the man at the YMCA. He just, he should have just moved on. Yeah. Well, God bless yeah. you for saying that. It's not always easy. Doug Jordan, you have many people on the show to apologize to. So the for floor what? is yours. Why do I have to apologize? I feel like that's the opposite. I think what what you just said, is this freaking opposite day? Did you just freaking forget that that everybody here on the show needs to freaking apologize to me? I think, Doug, that maybe you could start with apologizing to me. About what? You yelled at me earlier. For what? I, Doug, who knows? What did I, I yell at you for? You freaking snapped. It's just one of your classic freaking, and here you are. Now you're freaking deflecting. You know, this this is this is freaking classic freaking Doug. Mm-hmm. I'm not deflecting. I'm asking you a question. What did I yell at you for? Doug, you snapped. It, 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 you snapped and you, start, and you freaking yelled at me, and it was uncalled for, and it really freaking shook me to my core, if I'm being freaking honest with you. If I yelled at you, I don't remember doing it. And, and if I did it, then, yeah, you then I guess that I am sorry. You tapes, Doug. You freaking snap. You freaking managed to freaking find a way to yell at me for you. Okay, well, I week. just apologize. I said I just said I'm oh, sorry. Are you going to take the apology not or not? Nope. Okay, not then, well, then, I don't, then what is the point of this segment? Well, okay, well, the next thing you need to apologize for is sending a man to kill my brother. I didn't. I asked him to find you your brother you who is you you are the one that i asked him to find which is tadia freaking richer which is thaddeus michael richards which is your real freaking name which you are alive and you're pretending to be your brother kyle who is not a real person how hard would it be to apologize for sending a freaking killer on the freaking tail of tadia richer if he actually kills him, it will be pretty hard to apologize to him because he would be dead. So take um, the time to this, make amends. This is a sorry apology, Doug. Yeah. Okay, then I'm sorry. Apology not accepted. So there we go. Well, who's going to apologize to me about the freaking digging a hole in my basement wall and and you know, blowing up a freaking no, contraption of that, my things in my yard? Those were all good ideas with good intentions. In fact, you should yeah, apologize for not seeing the good in us, for not seeing us for the best that we can be, the perfection that we b- try to bring to these things. Of course, they're not perfect, but nothing is perfect, but we bring perfection to it. We want them to be perfect. That's why we None keep doing them, perfect. and then they, yeah, well, they didn't work, so. It's all been far, very far from perfect. Doug, I am not a scientist, okay? I don't I know just, about. All I'm trying to say is I deserve an apology. An apology you shall get. Practice patience. Other people around you may not be living in the same way that you have chosen to, Doug Jordan. Choose to respond in a way that will give you peace of mind. Take a deep breath before reacting to people who push your buttons. For the good of the group, Doug. I, I practice patience all the time. Usually every morning, you know, when I put the bread the, the bread in the toaster, I have to wait until the bread toasts, and then and then you know I have to wait, and then I grab the butter, and you gotta you smear the butter on it quick because it's not gonna be hot forever. Okay, and Doug. then you grab the jelly and you smear that on too. Doug, uh, I am trying to be patient with you. Unfortunately, we only have so much time, so. Let your head and heart support you. Don't let negativity dominate your thinking. Try to understand rather than judge. Be a good Samaritan, act compassionately, forgive others, and free yourself. So, I'm trying to figure out how we can use forgiveness to get 
Dawson right where we want him. And sink him like a stone. Yeah, it's the only option we really don't have. It's it's it's, it's beyond forgiveness. It's um, yeah, yeah. No, he went too far. You know, uh, maybe maybe this would have been a route. You know, a couple of years back when when he started this all. You know, be saying I forgive you and let's let's move on. But there's been too much and there's and too much blood has been shed and and too many souls have been have been destroyed. Is he there- trapped Taylor. He trapped Taylor in a mongoose cage for 24 hours. Look Doug. what he did to me, Doug. Is there a uh, way that, that you can literally kill someone with kindness? Maybe we should uh, look maybe- into that as some sort of way of, you know, executing yeah. the man. At this, yeah, like at this point, sort of- at this, Doug, be quiet. At this point, we have tried so many other freaking avenues. We've tried freaking fire, electricity, freaking doubt fire, freaking mongoose, ferret, freaking. Quick uh, quick, quick, yeah, quick, uh, yeah, quicksand machine gun, uh, and 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 maybe if there's a way to maybe that we can actually finally get to this guy, and kill him with kindness. Maybe that's you know. what giving him a mongoose would be, because we wouldn't be doing it. The mongoose has a mind of its own, Doug Jordan. But the gift of a mongoose is with kindness. Maybe we could give him a bear, Doug Jordan, or a. Give him a. I don't. I wanted to say bomb, but that's probably not a good idea to say that on the radio. But that would be a gift, a kind gift. And then if it explodes, that is the bomb's deal. We, you know, I didn't create yeah. the bomb. The bomb. So I. Will, I, think, I feel like that's the opposite of kindness. No. Is giving somebody. Oh, what about what about hey hey Dawson? I I got you this freaking sack full of bees. You're gonna have freaking honey forever. You know, it's, and this is amazing. This is a freaking business opportunity. And what happens when the what happens with the bees after we walk away is, I mean, it's up to the freaking bees. Yeah. Dawson, here I got you this freaking pet cat, but we don't tell him that it's a freaking tiger, Doug. And it's hungry, Doug. So, geez, Louise, think long term. It may be tempting to lose your rag when you're feeling angry or frustrated, but think about how you will feel about yourself and your own actions later on. Doug Jordan. I don't get this one. What? What do you do? I mean, don't lose your rag. What do you do? Your guy was on the rag quite often. What do you do to think in the long term? Um, okay. Uh, it, it's always good to have a plan. Um, you know, usually about every Saturday or Sunday, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put together some sort of a, uh, gro- a grocery list. I'm about to just always freaking happen. It's just, it never freaking ends with you. I'm yeah. about to lose my rag. Jeez Louise. Last one is validate yourself. Take the time to fully acknowledge peace. In difficult situations, look at what you did well. If you've been struggling, notice when you make progress. At the end of each day, summarize to yourself how you've acted well and kept your integrity. I feel like with the freaking, yeah, I tried to catch a mongoose, didn't do it, but the rifleman saved me. And it's through his kindness and love that I acted well and am here today. And same thing with Sandy Fargus, dressed like a woman as Ms. Operation Doubtfire. And yes, he didn't have a walkie-talkie because Doug forgot. Yes, he didn't have a mongoose because I captured myself. But geez louise, down on my knees, he did look quite fetching in that woman suit. 
Yeah. And you better believe that when I got home from that whole experience, I freaking validated myself all over your freaking garage, if you know what I freaking mean. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, died according to CNN. He was 99 years old. Philip, who had been feeling poorly in recent months, was discharged from a London hospital in mid-March after undergoing heart surgery. A statement from Buckingham Palace read, quote, It is with deep sorrow that Her Majesty the Queen announces the death of her beloved husband, His Royal Highness the Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. His Royal Highness passed away peacefully this morning at Windsor Castle. Further announcements will be made in due course. The royal family join with people around the world in mourning his loss, end quote. The Duke of Edinburgh married Queen Elizabeth over 70 years ago at London's Westminster Abbey. The two were cousins. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, 99 years old, isn't that a little old to be a prince? Seems like he should have been a king or something. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you here. Yeah, it, and it's not a good look to be a freaking prince and married to a queen. You go, wait, wait, wait a minute, what is going on? Why didn't you become a... Why, if you married the queen, how come you didn't become the freaking king? Why did you stay the freaking prince? And an old an old freaking... Old as the freaking Dickens prince, might I add. Guy looked like death, Doug Jordan. Yeah, he was 99 years old. Way too old to be a prince. Yeah. A duke? Now, uh, uh, he was also a duke, but why did they call him Prince Philip if he was a duke? That's true. I've seen plenty of old dukes out there. Yeah, I can I can see an old duke for sure. I definitely. I've never, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a young duke. Yeah. No, I think you have to reach a certain age to become a duke. And you, at ninety nine, you don't think he he reached that age? Well, no, I guess he did. He was a duke, so I he think at ninety nine he yeah. was a freaking duke, but he was also a prince. But shouldn't his wife be a duchess then, if she's the queen? I don't get it, Doug Jordan. Yeah. The thing about it is that this is freaking, this is, I mean, I'm going to freaking tell it like it is, and this is freaking good radio. This is freaking British people for you. And they do everything freaking wrong. None of it makes freaking sense. They, their teeth are freaking terrible. They freaking smell. And, and they are just the absolute worst, and I don't like them. Yeah. It, put down the candy for one moment and pick up a toothbrush. Yeah. She's Louise you, down on my knees. You freaking crooked and smiles and freaking snarls. I mean, it's like, I mean, you see the freaking picture of the guy in the back of the freaking car, and it's like Jesus, some freaking wheeze. There's no reason for this. Yeah, they. And look- the thing is, and the thing is, he was 99 years old, but he always freaking looked like that too. Yeah, born that way, Doug Jordan, through inbreeding. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I kind of agree here. I, I, I people in the oh, British, in Britain, British, uh, they have weird words for things. And it always confuses me The you know, pudding isn't the pudding that we have over here. It's, it's you, some sort of a freaking cake or something. It's I don't a blood really sausage, Doug Jordan. It's meat. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's true. I think it's a, they say pudding is like a cake. They say, let me put my pudding inside of you. I don't think that, no, the, that, that, the, uh, they don't say that. The, the Duke is in the put. The yeah, proof the, is in the pudding. The Duke says. The Duke looks to the Queen and he says, oh, "I got pudding all over my trousers. Look at it." No, it's a type. I'm pretty sure he's it's a type hanging of cake. brain. Dog, they don't call down. that. He's hanging. What? I sat in pudding again. 
I'm queen. I, I got pudding all over me. I sat in pudding, and then it's freaking. He's hanging. You got a freaking duke hanging brain. But a prince shouldn't be have that. A prince is too young to be uh, hanging freaking brain in the pudding. What does it mean when a freaking when a freaking British person says they're feeling quite soggy? I think it means they're. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was like uh, sort of. A, I think like you could say, for example, Doug Jordan is freaking soggy every day of the freaking week. His wife right, because like him you ask me if I'm every week, and I say no. You says, says no, I'm soggy. Yeah, no, thank you, I'm soggy. Well, that gets that makes sense to me. So, last week, a steel worker in China jumped into a furnace of molten steel after losing more than nine thousand dollars in the stock market, according to the insider. Wang Long, a night shift steel worker from Inner Mongolia, died after removing his safety gear and jumping into a two thousand seven hundred degree Fahrenheit furnace. The 34-year-old was reported missing during his shift, and a factory-wide search was organized before video for surveillance of the act was discovered. Quote, he just disappeared, a worker who had been seeing the footage said. It is suspected that long suicide is the result of the debt that he had incurred earlier that day. And I just want to go on the record, his name is actually Wang Long. It's not a joke. We wouldn't make a joke like that on this show. Low-hanging fruit, Doug Jordan. I mean, I wasn't good. The, his name is Wang Long. The, the, I agree, and we'd, we'll, we'll just talk about Wang Long's uh, inevitable death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jumped yeah. into a furnace. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a perfectly good freaking story here beyond the fact that this man's name was Wang Long, and I think that that is what we should be really talking about and diving into is the fact that this guy dived into a furnace. Yes, his name was freaking Wang Long, and. Some might find that that might sound like a silly name, but to us it's totally normal. And um, and and there's a whole freaking story here that's really worth talking about. Yes, and now he is a long uh, steel wang, but that's not the freaking joke we're gonna make here. No, right. this man's freaking dead. Could you imagine well, like you buying and beam? just made the joke? What buying a beam? Yeah, with you, wang buy, long you buy a it? steel beam and. Inside of it, trapped inside, is the ghost of Wang Long, Doug Jordan. You can see, and every time you hold it up against the light and let the light gleam across the polished surface, you can see flashes of his face in it because he is stuck inside of the steel that was formed from the furnace. The Jordan. Like Han Solo and like Han Solo, Star Wars. exactly. Han Solo, yeah, with his mouth, right. his mouth agape, mid friggin' scream, his hands are up. And if you and you can if you twist the beam, you can get this the sun glints across it and you can see a screaming wang long within it. It's his ghost that lives in there. Yeah. You yeah. know. God bless you, Mr. Long, and we wish you a swift freaking travel back to your home in the freaking great sky above. So last week, Chloe Kardashian was deemed, quote, in a body conscious prison of her own making, according to BuzzFeed News. The incident began when Kardashian's 86 year old grandmother, Mary Jo, took an unfiltered and unapproved photo of her granddaughter and had her assistant upload it to social media. The photo, though it appeared to be a flattering snap of Kardashian poolside in a bikini, caused the socialites legal team to scrub the Internet of the image and issue a digital millennium contract act notice to enforce copyright protections. After legal efforts, temporarily blocked accounts, had tweets deleted and flooded users' inboxes with legal warnings, 
Kardashian responded by releasing a four-slide statement and three videos showing off her, quote, revenge body. Quote, the photo that was posted this week is beautiful, but as someone who has struggled with body image in her whole life, when someone takes a vote of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point, and then shares it to the world, you have every right to ask for it not to be shared, regardless of who you are, Cardassian Row. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have all set for me. So, that is what she said. Chloe Cardassian is in prison. A prison she made, and as someone who spent quite a deal, good deal of time in prison just recently, a little prison that I made and locked myself into accidentally, and by the grace of God go I now, I feel for her. Because she, Doug Jordan, she was known as the fat one for a long time. And some scars, some cuts, some scars heal deeper than others, Doug Jordan. I just want to say that. Wow. Yeah, that's actually, wow, that's beautifully beautifully put. Yeah. Some scars heal deeper. Here, some scrape. What was it? Jesus, it was beautiful. Some, um, some, some scars heal deeper than other scars. Did you hear By that, Doug? the grace of God. Yeah, you should really listen to that and freaking try and use it because, because, Doug, in a, in a way, I mean, you, you, you seem to be in a freaking prison of your own making as well. As well as Taylor was in a prison of his own making, literally trying to trap a mongoose, trapped himself, prison of his own making. And you, you live in a freaking prison of, of your own making too, I think, sometimes. And I think, uh, maybe if you're freaking. You know, maybe that prison for you is, is freaking breakfast every single day. And, and and maybe 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 the next time you freaking just think about making breakfast, maybe you pop in that freaking truck and chase the freaking sunset, see how far you get, see what happens, you know? Live on the edge a little bit, Doug. Break out. Why, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Why, what is wrong with making breakfast? Because it's a, because, because it's a prison of your own making. Yeah. Because I... I, I enjoy being. Uh, you know who else? You know who else likes eating freaking breakfast every day? Dawson. Prisoners. Oh, what? Who, what did you say? Mutants. I, I I believe I said prisoners, and he said Dawson, and both are true. And um, yeah, you got a lot in common with both. So. So does Chloe Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah, she ate too much breakfast for the first half of her life. Let me tell you. I mean, I feel like that's not fair because if anybody eats too much anything, it's freaking you and egg Jonah salad. Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill, yeah, and God bless him. Yeah. And, I, and I gotta tell you, if I keep up with this egg salad the way I have been and just eating the scraps at Ortego Grill, I am gonna be the size of Jonah Hill. They're gonna have to wheel me out of there, Doug Jordan, or burn the place down with me inside. Yeah, I say this every time you bring him up. He, he lost a lot of weight, didn't he? You know, yeah, he looks terrible. Okay. You can never he's lose enough weight because he's just—it's just too much. He just—he started out too heavy, so now it's no matter what, what no matter what amount of weight he loses, it's you know. It's kind of like Wang Long. I mean, this guy Wang Long was in debt, and he yes, he could have climbed out of that debt, but he was in too deep, Doug Jordan. And the only way out was through the fire of a very very hot furnace. But at least he did something about it. It was a long wang down. Gross, Doug. What the hell, Doug? I'm sorry. 
Last week, Macaulay Culkin and partner Brenda Song announced the birth of their son, according to TMZ. Dakota Song Culkin is the first child by the sexual union of Song and Culkin. <coughs> Weighing 6 pounds, 14 ounces, Song Culkin has some big shoes to fill if he wants to be as big a star as daddy. As for Song, she's an actress who started her career off as a child fashion model. Kalkin said that son Song Kalkin was named after sister who passed away in 2008. So, geez louise down my knees. Jolly Kalkin and Brenda Song and Song Kalkin. What did you stay up really late and write this one at the... I should have been sleeping. The candle was burning very low, and I was trying to finish my stories before the candle burned out and Jesus Louise down on my knees. This sounded pretty good when I wrote it, and and God bless him, Majelly Gulgin, and Brenda's song, and their son's on Gulgin. Yeah. I couldn't keep track of what was going on in this story at all. I have no idea what it's about. Well, yeah, it's... It's, um, yeah. I, 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 I just feel like you should have read this maybe out loud before you did it on the radio, especially the line about Song Kalkin has some big shoes to fill if he wants to be as big a star as daddy. Thought that was a little, uh, yeah, that's not, not the way that you, this, these stories usually sound. And also, either. yeah, also the, the first child by the sexual union of Song and Kalkin. That's not very newsy. Well, they're not yeah, married, is what I didn't want to say. The union because they never were married. Yeah, it's a sexual yeah. union. And then, well, yeah, that that does sound like a sexual union. Yeah, it was. And sometimes it just seems almost like a tongue tongue twister. Calkin said that son son Calkin. So as I'm, I know what it means, but I don't know what I'm saying when yeah. I hear it coming out of my mouth. In headphones. Majelly Jolkin said that Song Sung Kong. Uh, <clears throat> Majelly Jolkin said that Song Sung Kong. <laughs> I can't freaking do it. Yeah, this is a tongue, this is a freaking tongue twisty for sure. Um, good, good freaking story though. I'm glad everyone worked out. Yeah. Jesus. Well, everyone worked out. What is it? What do you, that they had a child or yeah, they had sex? Uh, yeah. They had sex. Yeah. First, I mean, yeah. when you look, look, I mean, for the first glance, I mean, basically what I can take away from the story is that everyone worked out. I mean, they had sex. There was a sexual. There was a sexual union, uh, which resulted in um, sort of a sexual, mm-hmm. sort of a sexual, um, sexual Sun-tun. conquest. Yes. And then, event, please just stop interrupting me. By the way, I don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I I didn't ask uh, to yield the time. Sorry. I'm pretty sure I was done talking anyway. Uh, Song Colgan, uh, we're so sorry. We're sorry. So, all right. I'm done. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, this has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Doug Jordan, can you give me a ride? I need you to sneak me out of the Ortego Grill. And you need to pick me up. I need to get in contact with Givney Morgan over at W uh, A Y O Studios. What? Uh, yeah, I, I can give you. I don't understand why I need to sneak you out. Why can't you just leave? Because oh, the, it's the group home is looking for me. Dawson is at my tail. I am covered in moss. 
which only it keeps me hidden if I am surrounded by moss, Doug Jordan. And Ortega Grill is in the middle of the city. No moss to be found. Yeah, I'll pick you up. Because I got to meet with Givney Morgan. He's supposed to be working on our week 100, the 100th episode. One, yeah, when is, when is that? When is, what is, uh, how many we, we must be about for even 50 away from, from that. I think it's coming soon. He said he's got, he's got his foot. He said I've been keeping him just nose to the grindstone. But Gizney Morgan has a very, very, very small nose. Yeah. It's a, it's flat. It's a completely flat, flat nose. It's, it's a, like he's got no freaking cartilage and it. it's just a child's nose. Yeah. yeah. Soft. Very soft, flat, childlike nose. Tiny little, tiny little rigging nostrils out of that thing, too. Maybe it would be fun to watch him work. Who, who is this person? G- Givney Morgan lives, he, Givney Morgan was born an orphan. He is the oh, technical assistant who lives in WAYO Studios. Took over for freaking Michael Loomis after Loomis, uh, well, yeah, well, you know how that story goes. We all know what happened to Michael Loomis. Went into that dark closet with his bands around his ankles, a rope around his neck, Doug Jordan. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask him then. I think that I, I realized, you know, about halfway through me thinking that I knew what you were going to answer. So that's why it's so scary living in a closet, Doug Jordan. Because you. Because half of the job is done for me, Doug. <laughs>